Welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast, where we dig into not only what it takes to start a business, but to keep your business thriving for years to come using my signature CFO money method framework. I'm your host, Melissa Houston, and I am a CPA and business financial coach. I have over 20 years of experience in business, and it is my passion to share my knowledge of business finance and personal finance with other women. You can also follow me with my column at Forbes.com or my column with Entrepreneur.com. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Think Like a CFO podcast. I am thrilled to be sharing time with you today. So let's get settled in because today is a solo episode and we are going to talk about what it takes to start a business and I'll be sharing with you some important tips and tricks that I've learned through my over 20 years of business experience. I have in-depth experience from working with startup companies to multi-million dollar businesses and I see what gets businesses into trouble all the time. I also have my own experience to share with you as I build my own seven-figure business. So whether you are just thinking about starting a business, or you've recently started a business, or you've been in business for a few years, you will definitely gain some valuable information that you can apply to your own business right away. So starting a business takes a lot of courage. Wouldn't you agree? I remember how I felt when I made the actual decision to put myself out there. In a word, terrified. I had no doubt that I wanted to start a business and help others, but I was very scared of putting myself out there, especially on the internet. I mean, really, when you think about it, the exposure, I've seen some crazy stuff happen out there, and I was so afraid to be victimized by it as well, and I felt so vulnerable just exposing myself like that. My biggest worry was, what if people didn't like me? (laughs) Or my favorite, they're going to attack me because I'm fat, or they're not going to think I'm worthy because I'm fat. And guess what? That actually happened. I swear. Yeah, a woman, she attacked me, but I was equipped to deal with it by that time. And I just like, thank you for your input. Move along now. Really, we fear things that we tend to sensationalize in our brain. We think that it's going to be scarier than what it is, but it turns out to be really not that scary. The fear comes from, oh my God, everything's going to change. So taking action actually, for me anyways, helped the fear subside. I knew for about a decade that I really wanted to go into business for myself, and I had made one false start a while back, but I had not been fully committed to the idea. I guess it was about 10 years ago now. I made a website, and I thought, okay, if you build it, they will come. And maybe a couple of people came. That was about it. I think this was even before the days of social media or before social media got really big, maybe Facebook ads and stuff. I can't remember. But anyways, I retreated because I felt like a failure and I decided that going into business for myself wasn't an option. So I let the fear hold me back for several years. In fact, I just tried to ignore that inner desire that I had to start my own business You know, that gut feeling or that voice inside you that gets louder and louder and you're so scared of it that you just try to ignore it. Yeah, ignoring it got me into a lot of trouble, which is a story for another day. I have shared this story many times on different platforms, but I will share it again in my podcast. So I was fortunate enough when I was, you know, feeling this sadness and discomfort and really wanting to start my business. 
I was fortunate enough to have somebody believe in me and tell me that it was possible. And they gave me the push I needed to put myself in action. And that was the key to getting me going on my business. Okay, so I actually made the decision with the support of this special friend that, okay, I'm going to do it. I mean, I was scared. I was terrified, but I made the decision I was going to do it. And then I started telling people. And when you tell people, it makes it real. So I had to follow through. And I was scared probably for the first two or three months of starting my business. But I decided I'm not going to let it hold me back. In fact, the best advice I heard from one of my mentors was she was an introvert as well. She said, if you hold back what you offer to people and how you can help them, you're just making it about you, but you have to make it about them because you want to help them. You can't be selfish and be introverted and not put yourself out there because then you're robbing them of the information that you really want to share with them. So that really resonated with me. And that's what I think about on those hard days. I always am grateful that I heard that. It's kind of been like my mantra now. As I started my business and it started growing, I invested in a business coach to help me along the way because I needed it. I needed the support. As I progress through my journey and I meet so many people ahead of me in the journey who are willing to help others, I feel very fortunate. I have learned from their guidance and their expertise. Helping others is not only good for them and a good thing to do, it also makes us happier and healthier too. Giving also connects us to others, creating a stronger community and helping to build a happier society for everyone. I know we are all busy and business can feel very competitive, but there is room for everybody to shine. And I am a firm believer in that. And there are a lot of good people in our community who are willing to help others along the way. And I am so grateful for these people. So although I had a strong business background, launching an online business was something I had never done before, and it required a whole new skill set that I did not have. I invested a lot in different programs online to learn these new skills. And it's definitely money that I, I don't regret spending. I mean, some programs were definitely overpriced and not as valuable as others. But on the whole, you have to invest in the knowledge that you need in order to become a successful business owner. So they say that the best way to get to know yourself is by becoming an entrepreneur. I've heard this and I laugh because I tend to agree completely because it's been my personal experience. I always thought I was self-aware, but believe me, I had no idea the level of self-awareness you need when you become an entrepreneur. It exposes your deepest vulnerabilities, you know, like you're making this product, you're creating it. And this is something like it's like your baby and you're putting it out into the world and, and you make yourself very vulnerable because what if people don't like it? What if they don't buy it? Like that's that's a personal thing. But you have to get over those personal feelings because there's nothing personal in business. It exposes you to issues that you never even knew you had. Like you could have some money mindset issues or fear of making sales, which technically is a money mindset issue. But there's so many issues that can surface that you never really knew that you had. And you also find out what your strengths and your weaknesses are. It definitely requires to get you out of your comfort zone. 
I often joke with my husband because I say to him, I have been out of my comfort zone since I started this business. So like I just keep getting pushed further and further out of my comfort zone. I don't even know where my comfort zone is right now, but I can tell you I have not been in it for a long time. But I also wouldn't change it for the world because I've never felt so alive and so vibrant. Like finally doing what my heart was telling me to do all these years. I can't tell you how good that feels. It's just amazing. And I get excited when I wake up in the morning and I get excited to do my work and I get excited to connect with people and help them. It's just such a great feeling. Speaking of strengths and weaknesses, I'm going to be very quick to share with you what my weakness is and it's marketing. (laughs) Is it ever marketing? I mean, I need a lot of help with getting my message out there in a way that people will understand it. And to make that transition from accounting talk, that's still very difficult for me. I need help. That's my weakness, but I don't let it hold me back. What I do is I enlist help, you know, like there's people out there, there's marketing specialists And I ask them for help. I pay them for help. Like, please help me because I will never get my business off the ground if I don't learn this skill. So if you ever feel shame in not knowing your business numbers or whatever weakness you have in your business, please don't. I beg you, please don't. We all have our weaknesses. You know, you focused on your craft, your what you do, your your zone of genius, whatever that is. And I'm sure you do it very, very well. But Numbers are not for everybody and some people need help and that's just the way it is or whatever your weakness is. What I don't shy away from is talking about the emotions of business and money. I know you can relate to these feelings because they are normal human feelings and it doesn't seem to get a lot of attention. But I encourage that those feelings be talked about and addressed because it's part of what you're going through and it's normal and it's predictable. Having emotions is completely normal. Money is a loaded topic. Emotionally charged. Everybody has a money story. I encourage those discussions and I have those discussions. So you'll be hearing me talk a lot about money and emotions. Being a solopreneur can also be isolating. Gone are the days of having a coworker that you can just turn around and talk to. There's nobody to bounce ideas off of. Or make sure that you've gone through your plan well and you have somebody trusted to talk to and maybe somebody who can point the holes out in your in your plan or say, I don't really understand your message here. Like, you know, just give you some solid feedback. I highly recommend seeking out help. But I also recommend be very careful who you choose to get that help from. Be careful of who you choose to interact with, relate to, and trust. I know it sounds pessimistic, but not everyone will support your vision or want to see you succeed. I have met many wonderful business people through this journey who genuinely care about others and want to help them succeed, but I have also met a few rotten eggs along the way. And the reason I bring this up is not to be negative, but to prepare you because if that happens to you, I want your mindset to be strong. This is why mindset is so important. You need to believe in what you are offering to the world so that when someone tries to shake you, you will be unshakable because not everybody's going to like you. That's the sad reality of life. And I'm sure you've experienced it at some point in your life. We all have. 
But to actually take somebody's opinion, a negative opinion of whatever you're offering in this world and believing it, it's unacceptable. Okay. This is why I recommend it's always a good idea to invest in a coach or maybe even a business mastermind group for the added support. Because, you know, we're all human and not every day is going to be a superstar day. We're going to have off days. And maybe if somebody derails us, having that support to get us back on track is invaluable. So it's good to talk to others during the hard days and even to help others when they're facing their own challenges. And to have people to celebrate a win with, that is a fantastic feeling. Being surrounded by supportive and caring people who want to see you succeed, that is just the best part, in my opinion. So when you're starting out, if you were anything like me, chances are you invested in a lot of courses. There are an endless amount of online courses out there for entrepreneurs and solopreneurs. And I took the bait to many of them. Some of them were fantastic and some of them were downright disappointing and overpriced. So be careful of how you choose your courses and your mentors. Starting my own business to me was an experience like preparing for my first child. I wanted to be sure I got everything right and I educated myself like crazy to ensure I'd avoid the mistakes that the course creator was speaking to. But there were other mistakes that I made. To think I could start at an expert level when I was an amateur was a ridiculous thought when I look back on it now. And I made mistakes in the beginning, but I also learned from them. Mistakes are important to make because that is where we do the bulk of our learning. And when I made mistakes, it wasn't the end of the world. It's just part of the process. Sometimes you have to start and stop and try again and try a different angle and make adjustments. And that's just part of it. If you let it get you down, then, you know, you're going to have some pretty hard years ahead of you. So take that as part of the excitement and the challenge of being an entrepreneur. So I chose my niche of helping women entrepreneurs with understanding their business financial information. What is missing in a lot of the programs that I was talking about earlier is, is the money talk. And I get it. There is this belief that the money talk is boring. Okay. The accounting side of business, people seem to think is dull, and people just don't find this topic sexy. But business is all about numbers. I hate to break it to you. And if you don't understand your numbers in your business, you will be doing your business a huge disservice. Business numbers is what I call my zone of genius, or even just numbers in general. I talk about personal finances and business finances all the time. Because I love to teach people about the value of knowing your numbers, the value, not just knowing your numbers, but there is a ton of value. You can, you can empower yourself so much when you know your business finances. I don't teach people to be a professional accountant. I'm not even trying to tell you to be your own bookkeeper. In fact, I encourage you to outsource these. You need for sure a professional accountant. And some people can do their own books and some people need help with it. I judge not. You do whatever works for you. What I do want to help you with, though, is I want to help you with knowing your business numbers. And that is completely different from what a bookkeeper does and different from what your accountant will do for you at your end. So as I mentioned, use a bookkeeper, but make sure you understand the value that they are offering 
because a lot of bookkeepers, they don't know what they're doing. I hate to break it to you. So make sure there's value in the money that you're spending if you are choosing to use a bookkeeper. Definitely use an accountant because every business owner has their own unique financial situation and having a professional tax accountant offer you the best tax saving tips and advice on how to manage your business is invaluable. That accountant will be worth its price in gold because they're getting you to save a lot of money year over year. So trust me, you don't want to save pennies with money management. What many businesses overlook or business owners often don't realize is that financial advice may cost a bit in the beginning, but the return on that investment is very high because when you take these money-saving tips and apply them continuously year over year, you are saving that money so many times over. So never skimp on financial advice. And there is no reason to feel shame if you've started a business not knowing or understanding how these numbers work. I started a business not understanding the marketing and believe me, I feel absolutely no shame around it. So why? Why would you even want to understand these numbers? Business numbers tell the story of what's going on in your business. They can tell you where your financial strengths are, the weaknesses, how profitable your business is as a whole. And if you sell more than one service, they can tell you how profitable each service is. So it would make sense to focus on selling your more profitable products. And if your favorite products are the least profitable, you can figure out why and you can increase those margins and you can make them your most profitable products. And you'll have more joy in your business because you're selling what makes money and what brings you joy. So another reason to know your numbers is for cash flow. The statistic currently is like 82% of small businesses go out of business within the first five years because of a lack of cash. I mean, the reality of it is cash determines whether you're going to succeed or not. You need cash to pay your bills. And if you're renting or you have to pay suppliers or, you know, whatever the case may be, if you don't have that cash to pay, you're going to be out of business very quickly. Cash flow is definitely one of the top priorities. Another reason to know your numbers in your business is so, first of all, you can know how profitable it is. And secondly, you'll know what your business is worth. Because as I mentioned earlier, you can have sales numbers as high as the sky, but if you aren't making money in your business, if there's no profit there, then your business is not successful. Business value is determined by the equity in your business. So another reason that you should know your numbers is so you can control your expenses to make sure that your business is more profitable. And this also allows you to create a budget for your business to make your financial goals possible. And budgets, I I talk a lot about budgets. They are so empowering. You plan out your goals for the year and you plan out what it's going to take for you to achieve them and you have an understanding of what your profit margins are and you plan yourself a salary and all sorts of stuff. And it's great because it reduces the stress. You understand what's happening and you can monitor your progress month over month against your budget to see if you're reaching your goals or if you're falling short and you can make the adjustments that you need. You can identify issues before they come big problems and big money sucks in your business. 
Another reason it's important to know your numbers is you can answer your own questions when you when you're faced with a decision and you can have valuable conversations with other financial professionals. You'll be able to make informed business decisions and understand how every decision you're making is impacting your bottom line. Because the reality of it is sales is not enough and every action in business will affect your bottom line either directly or indirectly. And we will talk about that a lot more in episodes to follow. So when would you take on the challenge of knowing your business numbers? I would say regardless of the stage that you're at in your business, you need to know your numbers. So if you're starting out, you should get to know them. If you've been in business for a few months, you should get to know them. If you've been in business for a few years, you should get to know them. It's never too late to get to know your numbers. And it's never too late to empower yourself financially. Because when you give your financial power away, you're giving a part of your business away to somebody else. And that is just not acceptable. I often use the analogy of building a business is like having our own baby. So if you're a mother or just have a maternal instinct or whatever, you might understand this analogy because you wouldn't have a baby. You wouldn't grow a baby inside of you and have this idea of raising a baby and then just give it to someone else to raise it for you. So I feel just as strongly about your business and the business numbers. You are in business to make money, to support yourself financially, and there's absolutely no shame in that. So make sure that you have the tools and knowledge and skill set to ensure that you are making the most profitable business decisions for your business. You should never feel shame about wanting more. So if you want more money, that is totally okay. I totally support that. If you're comfortable with a smaller business, I totally support that too. I mean, everybody has their own goals and visions and, you know, they need to have things that are going to fit their own lifestyle. So just never feel bad about wanting to make money, please. So how would you build these skills? Through the learning methods of having a strong financial base of knowledge is super important. These skills can be learned. You don't need to be trained to become an accountant. You just need to know what's going to affect your own business. So personally, I offer one-on-one coaching sessions And I also have a group online program where you can take a course online to learn the four basic steps in in building your financial foundation. Or we can do one-on-one specific guided towards what your business needs are. One-on-one is fantastic. And for those interested in the group program, there's a Facebook group community. And once a month, I come in to do a Zoom conference, a live call, do questions and answers. And then as the group grows, we'll come into a a monthly expert topic. And there's always support for me in the group. You ask questions and I get back to you. And there's a sense of community because you're going to be in a group with other entrepreneurs who are learning just like you and learning to understand their numbers, which is the most empowering thing you can do. I'm going to wrap it up for today. And I hope that your biggest takeaway from this episode is that what you really need to do is to know what's going on in your business. And the best way to know that is by knowing your business numbers. You might be amazed with how much you would learn when you know your numbers. 
The quickest way to become a more profitable business is through reading your financial reports, understanding the information it's giving you, putting the story together, working on your weaknesses and tapping in on your strengths and it will all come together and make you so much more profitable. I have seen businesses that bankrupt themselves because they don't know how to manage their money and I'm here to help anybody who wants help. If you're listening to this podcast and what I'm saying is resonating with you and you want to learn more about building your financial foundation and building the finances in your business, Go to my website at melissahoustoncpa.com and download your free copy of the CFO Money Method Framework. This guide will help you identify what you need to know in your business finances to ensure that you're giving your business the best you have to give. Thanks for listening to the Think Like a CFO podcast with Melissa Houston CPA. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And remember, nobody will ever care about your business as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.